Wow, look at wow. that. We are rolling. That's some good looking dudes right there. Yes. Yeah, hey, uh, it's been a while. Guess Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back, back to uh, Big Ten Frenemies. Yeah, I'm your host, back. Buckeye Drew. I am the Wolverine Steve. Uh, supposedly. Spartan Phil. Uh, we've had quite the hiatus. Uh, corn dogs. Not because of that. Uh, mostly because uh, <laughs> Steve was either sick or just didn't want to do this. That's not it true. It had nothing to do with losing to Michigan State. It also had nothing to do with me alone. Absolutely I thought this was a group, nothing. It was a group thing. Oh no, the rest, of us, the rest of us wanted to do it. Yeah. Whatever. We all begged and pleaded. Jordan said, dude, ser like, do, are you even interested anymore? Riles was very concerned. I don't believe that's the truth, but... It might not be. I don't okay. know. I may, have, I may have just made it up. It doesn't but matter. But hey, uh, I'll take just like we said, uh, let, let, let's reverse in time and go back to uh, a little bit of rivalry. We'll start before this one. We'll, we'll talk about how you guys beat us. Okay. And I just want to say, although we got our asses whooped, and I did, I did walk up to him the next day, and I said, congratulations. Good game. I was so happy to see that brawl. <laughs> that was Honestly, cool. Because it, 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 I think it, it started fueling the rivalry. Again, football still needs to step it up a little bit more, but it, it's good to see that the basketball rivalry it was very cool. is alive and true. It was very cool. It brought out a part of me that I'm not always proud of. Um, the inner fan might have yelled F Ohio very loudly in Chrysler Ooh. Center. Um, <laughs> That's I said, I said yeah. fuck Harbaugh during the game like well, at least a hundred okay, times. Okay, okay. I thought it was my turn. So, um... Is it really anyone's turn? Do we have a talking stick we're handing around here? No, we do. We just talk. No. Is no. that what the kids call it these days? No. Who knows? Uh, well, Andrew, when I was in your basement, you called it a talking stick. Yeah, but I just wanted you to get closer to it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Get a, get a little spit on it. He's got a little Brutus down All there. All right. He's got a little Brutus down there. Oh, wow. Wow, that's... A Brutus. That's rough. Um, Good start, guys. Good yeah, it's, start. It's, it's, it's already gotten out of control. Should we end here? Hang on, Sloopy. <laughs> Hang on. Um, but, so, Michigan did come out victorious in that. Then, Michigan went on to play Michigan State. Phil, well, tell us a little bit about that. Well, it was a big game. There was a lot of... Um, a lot of talk about uh, Michigan's deserved uh, uh, accolades for the last couple of years. We've had a couple, you know, three straight years where we've crapped the bed in the tournament, which is not what Tom Izzo has done for the first 20 years of his career. Mm -hmm. um, but he's made the tournament, so, uh, so it's been frustrating. And, and Michigan just, you know, last year they out-toughed us. It's it it frustrating. It's hard fan to watch, but... This team, like I think I've said uh, earlier in the year, they have a toughness that is different from last year's team. They have some parts that work together better. And even though we lost uh, two lottery picks, who are doing great in the NBA, um, they've just they've, they've got a really good team, absorbing injuries and, and going into Chrysler. Really hyped Chrysler. You were there. You can mm. surprise people with that. That's a, the, um, I've been going to Michigan basketball games since the 80s. I really think that was the loudest I've ever heard Chrysler before the game. Wow. Like, it was really rocking. And usually at the Michigan State game, there are more Spartans than there were this year. I think fewer Michigan fans were selling their tickets, and the, and the cost was so much. You know yeah. what I mean? So, 
Yeah. So anyway, to your point, it was it was probably as hostile of an environment as you could play it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, <clears throat> those, you know, it's been two weeks now, but no, uh, Michigan State came in and really, really played well. I, I was confident, but very nervous uh, without Nick Ward in there, and all, already having lost Josh Langford. Um, I was I was nervous, but I really did. Um, I was I did have the confidence that this, this team would win because Cassius is a number one Cassius is a different player <clears throat> and and he's had uh, Xavier Simpson's done a fantastic job of uh, this year uh, this matchup at least Cassius got the better of him and just took over that game played all forty minutes yeah he played a great game nuts. I mean thirty points or. I think my assessment in the game, and I did, I text Phil also, congratulations after the game. Like, I got really mad at, at the moment, but then even when I was going out to the car with my son, we got in the car and I said, you know what, Michigan really didn't play poorly. I said, you just got to tip your cap to Michigan State. Like, they played a really, really good basketball game, and most of that game it was just a really good game, and then Michigan couldn't make shots down the stretch, and a lot of it was because of the defense that Michigan State was playing. Beeline even alluded to all the years he's played State, they ran different defensive switches and stuff than he'd seen before. And I think, you know, I love John Beeline, and I think there's been a lot of times where he outcoached Izzo in this matchup, to be honest with you. And I think Izzo outcoached him in this matchup. And I just, they're both really great coaches, and it's like a chess match, you know? And this one went to Izzo. So there was nothing, I mean, I was disappointed that Michigan lost, but I wasn't disappointed in their effort or the team at all. So. Yeah. To the victor goes the spoil. Yeah. yeah. Thing for, it was pool looked off. Yeah, he's not Pool's hitting a shot. Well, and just poor decisions. Yeah, bad, bad decisions. I mean, we were. That was the thing is that you would you, you talk about the defensive. Uh, they, were, they were switching. They were going under the screen, and um, it was Teske was at first. I mean, in the first uh, five seven minutes, he was matched up on somebody. Way small in mean, the air, whether yeah. it was Aaron Henry or Cassius Winston. It's like, get the ball into it. At one point, pulled, I think it was Poole that pulled up for a three pointer. Like a dumb three pointer. Yeah. Like, dude, what are you, are you, you, got a, you got a seven footer on somebody who's six three. I'm not a basketball player. <laughs> But you might Didn't take to, advantage of that. No, you you're right. I mean, those, I saw a couple. Uh, so I, I do agree. Our defense was, I thought our defense was outstanding. But I do think that there were also some decisions yeah. that were made that, was, that were very uh, questionable. Well, one more thing, as a Michigan fan, I want to point out: this season. Wait, wait. You're a Michigan fan? Yes. Michigan. Uh, there's Xavier's hook shot right there against. Uh, yeah. I know. yeah. Anyway, it's weird. But um, Michigan this year is not shooting threes like they normally do. It's very weird. Because I, I think I saw something seven years in a row, Michigan was first or second in the Big Ten in three-point shooting percentage and makes. And this year, they're like eighth. Yeah, so, it's a very, very strange team. Yeah, but they keep firing them. And Beeline wants them to. He says, if you're open, shoot them. We have good shooters. But for whatever reason, I think, it, like, to your point, I think they just take them at the wrong time. I think Poole's dribbling and just firing up these off-balance threes that aren't going to go in. You know, instead of putting put the ball down low and then kick it out for threes, which is usually the recipe to right. get yourself open. Right. But they did they did uh, they did a better job at Minnesota with that. There's been certain games, but anyway, this year I said it, he doesn't necessarily agree with me, 
And Ohio State, by the way, great recruiting class. Future's bright for Ohio State basketball. This Thank team you. I think is the not going to go anywhere. I'm excited for next year. I, I, I keep telling – there's a lot of people and following – our fan base can be tough sometimes, as it is with any fan base. But there's guys. Oh, he sucks. Why? Why did we? Why did we hire? No, he's doing phenomenal. You need to look at the process. You're not going to turn over a team like that in one season. No, it's not even going to take two seasons. This next year, we might be a competitor in the Big Ten. Do I think we're going to be a competitor all around? No, but in the Big Ten, yes. And then after that, yes, we're bringing in five stars. Yeah, that's yep. what I saw your recruiting see, class. I mean, see, that's, his guy. That's what it's like. That's what's like. This is. You're going to have. You can have a good season basketball, mm -hmm. and not, you know, win your division, win the conference. That's that's the beautiful thing about basketball is that you can be third or fourth in the conference and still have a really great run of the tournament, or maybe you win your conference tournament. But it's it's it, not. The guy's clearly a good coach. You know, listen, if you're five years down the line and still kind of middling and not really make any progress, then, then you can review. But I, I think it's it's not a – I don't have any issue with it. Yeah. The world, no, no, the world just either. has it's gotten – too early to judge. Yeah, anyway. the world has just gotten too caught up in I want it now and I Absolutely. need it now. Yeah. And the thing that hurts him is he replaced a really good coach. I mean, it was – it was probably time, right? But that motto was Ohio State's winningest coach of all time. Absolutely. So, and I think the fans felt like at the end of his era, they always were underachieving for the talent level they had. But the thing is, you got a guy with a different system. He's got to bring in his guys. That's just the way coaching works. But Michigan, Michigan State, I said it the other day, he doesn't necessarily agree with me. I think both teams have an outstanding chance to make the Final Four this year. I really do. And Michigan State, I know they suffered two injuries. Somehow it doesn't seem to have derailed them, and I know that, you know, I know when there's foul trouble, there's still some depth. The ward maybe was going to be back right for the tournament. He, he might. He, <coughs> Izzo said that he's definitely not going to be back for tonight's game um, against uh, uh, Nebraska, but he could be back for the Michigan game or postseason. That's huge. It, it, for the conference tournament, that would be very huge. And and again, after the after the Michigan uh, game, there was a lot of talk of oh, this uh, does this team even need Ward? Is they better off? Are they better off without him? They said that without Langford uh, too. When you guys were on your no, run, right? No is the answer. <laughs> and I get it. Xavier is a little more uh, inside outside. He's not, but he doesn't have the post up skills, and that was something against the loss against Indiana, where they went on a. We led the whole game. They go on a run at the end of the game, and there was never anybody <clears throat> to really dunk that ball into, calm everyone down, go get buckets, or draw foul, or both. <clears throat> and that's where that's where Nick Ward completely excels. His, his low post game is among the best in the country. His footwork is amazing. That's where. Grabbing a rebound, having—I mean, I really like Xavier Tillman. He had a good game against Michigan, but he's not going to. Right now, he's not Nick Ward's level, and what he what he brings to the table is different. So, well, and ideally, you have both, right? So. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I can't. But what? But it's injury after injury with this team. It's really good. But you're less healthy than last year. But your team is playing better, right? Somehow. Well, but now we have Kyle. Kyle Irons is may not play tonight. I haven't heard the latest, but um, Kyle Irons is, is injured his back and has been kind of better than re-injured and better. 
and uh, and he might be out for the season. One thing, one more thing on injury bugs though too. Like Charles Matthews got hurt for Michigan, right? He's been out the last couple of games. He hurt himself in the first half against Michigan State. So. One thing, I, I, I don't want the kid to be hurt. I love Charles Matthews. But one thing it does is when a guy goes out, it helps you build your depth. Because, you know, no matter what sport you're talking, it forces the, the coaches, B-line's playing guys that weren't getting minutes. It's making Michigan sure. stronger in the long run. And that's the same thing that's going to happen. And you're going to need State. that before the tournament. Yeah, but the, the thing is, when you're at the level that we're at, and you want, it, there's also, like, hey, let's get our veterans in there. You know, like, it, it's one thing to lose guys for a short span of time, but... I, I'm I'm nervous about losing and, and maybe one guy for the season, but losing a Langford. Aaron's has already been out multiple times. Matt yeah. Wade's been out, and let me tell you something. I know you don't, you guys don't like him. The dude's the pigeon. That dude is a baller. Who? Matt McQuaid oh. is glue on defense. That is somebody who you go, hey, don't you leave that fucker's back pocket. Stay in front of him and guard him all day, and he knows how to do that. And he's really savvy. He can get half from outside. You, you can trust him in the offense. He's a senior. That guy's a, that guy plays ball. And you know who else plays ball? <clears throat> Kenny Goins. People talk about Nick Ward. If we lose him next year, let me tell you who we're gonna miss: Kenny Goins and Matt McQuaid, who are seniors and are ball. unheralded, but. They are. Let's be honest. Huge. So, none of our schools are going to miss anyone. Yeah, we, we we like the players that we have, but we all have great classes coming in. Well, but and there's great people sticking the, around. These guys are really true blue guys, and beyond blue guys, Matt McQuaid defensively is as good as anybody on the team, and among the best in the conference. Um, uh, uh, Kenny Boys is second in the Big Ten in rebounding as a walker. Yeah. He's a walk-on, and he's averaging, I don't know how many, you know, 10 points a game. The guy is, he'll get rebounds when he, uh, um, I'm sorry, he'll block shots. His timing is really good with blocking shots. Absolutely. I mean, but what I'm saying is, they're gone, and now what that leaves is the room, and this is one of my favorite parts of it, is seeing which guy is going to step into those shoes. Right. Which guy's going to push himself over the break and say, that's me. I'm going to take that on. I'm not going to be second. I'm going to be first. So Basketball has a lot of turnover too, because exactly. guys leave early more often. Sure. Right. But. So, so you constantly and you like, especially the guys who really just want to be a one and done, or you know, it's their second year. I want to move on to the NBA. They're going to make that that stride yeah. to jump from the bench or just regular player here and there to actually being one of the top. Totally. Thomas Kithier, who was the guy who transferred from Macomb, uh, Dakota to Clarkston in his senior year and the MHSAA ruled him ineligible because he transferred for athletic purposes. Yep. You can travel it, or you can transfer if it's for a better music program, but apparently basketball. So anyways, he sat out his senior year, enrolled early at Michigan State, and the guys, I will say this, like he's not going to go out and dominate the game, but that is somebody as a true freshman I would not have expected to be. It was Izzo to be able to throw him in there and not be a deer in headlights sometimes. He never is. He's not always going to be dominant, but he'll go grab a rebound. You, you put him in for eight minutes, he can get you four points and three boards. That's huge. That That's is huge. That's kind of thing for our two freshmen. He's white. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> I, I I appreciate his game. I think I don't think his ceiling is very super high, 
but that's somebody who I can see being a steady, strong presence, and that's exactly the kind of thing you're talking about. Yeah. One Michigan Absolutely. slappiness thing I have to tell you guys: uh, Michigan basketball next year. Like there's 20, only going to be no, no one listen. Today. Right. Michigan is 26 and four this year. They've had a very good season. Absolutely. They're losing one player uh, in all likelihood. Charles Matthews is is not going to return for his fifth year. Okay. Uh, every other player is expected back on that team. Michigan next year, if they stay healthy and they stay focused. That could be John Beeline's best team. It could give him the best chance to win a national championship next season, I believe. Well, that's, well, that's uh, interesting, too, is because we, everyone's assumed Nick's going to go. And he's been injured. He, show, he showed some great stuff, but also had a couple, you know, low points. But that's going to happen. It's a long season. I don't, I'm not sold that he's going to go. I don't know. I, I think it'll depend on what, what he hears from the NBA. But... He could potentially come back. If he comes back and Langford is healthy, now you got Cassius. Does Cassius like, try to go? Is he an NBA first-round pick right a, now? Dude, I, well, there's not a point guard in the country that I would take over. But, I, I mean, if you're an NBA But if you're NBA, you're a little quiet here. I don't know. Um, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> um, so I, I've thought that, and we can talk about that. And and he's really, really, really good. Is he NBA quality? I think yeah. yeah I mean, the I mean, problem point guard's a tough one sometimes with the NBA to figure out. Because the thing that Cassius has, though, like I look at Simpson, he's going to come back for sure because he's not big enough to play in the NBA. I mean, that's the thing with the kid. Cassius has a couple inches on him, doesn't he? Right, what, what's right. Cassius? Six two? Uh, or is he? Yeah. Is he? Yep. Okay, Xavier's listed at six foot. He's he's five eight. I mean, <laughs> he's like five yeah, nine, I, five I, ten. I think you know Cassius what I mean? is like a legit. Whatever his height is, like they have Foster Lawyer. Right. I think Foster Lawyer is listed at six feet. Yeah, but he's oh, not. Damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. An yeah, I'd be looking down at that kid like this. But, I'm saying if he's a legit six two with his skills, he'll be he'll he'll be able to play in the NBA. So, so he too. may go that he may go after this year. You don't know. I if if listen, he would be a hell of a pickup for an NBA team. He's the kind of guy. He's got the court vision. Of Draymond, he doesn't have the size, right? So there's that, but he creates he dribbles he the ball a hell of a lot better. Yeah. He passes. I mean, if you watch him, I don't know how much MSU basketball you watch it. He's not. He doesn't go in, and it's not just throwing a dime. It's throwing English on the ball, like shit. That he, there's a sliver, and I consistently see him not just see the see the pass, yeah, but he nails it right in that window, and. It's so impressive. He is he's truly he's he's one of the top point guards I've ever seen at MSU without a question. I never watched Magic Johnson play and he's I'm not even putting him over there, but yeah. you know, he's right up there. I, my team cleans Lucas I give Steve I'll put Xavier Simpson third best point guard I've seen at Michigan. Third best. Trey Burke and Gary Grant. Uh, yeah. He's <laughs> very old. He's very old. Wow. I love, anyway, I love when you I love when you drop those little bombs. It's, it's fun. I've been around a little while. Yes. That you have. That you yeah. have. I was watching basketball. Right. I was at Chrysler Arena before the three-point line was painted on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know they actually? 
<laughs> kind of hard to believe. You know, the first year the three-point line was in college basketball was like 1983 or something like that. It wasn't that. It was in the 80s. 70s didn't have three points. Oh, yeah, it was 87. Yeah. I was negative was four years old. It was like 83 or something. No, okay. It was late. It was anyway, folks, I got to get to bed. Um, <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining us. Anyways. <laughs> you guys can go eat his baby beans. Moving on to our next point. Out me. Uh, quick shout out to Ohio State uh, Hockey, oh, who okay. beat Michigan uh, to it win did. the Big Ten. Did. We did. We did. You and did. we did that in Ann Arbor, which felt really good. Clinched it against Michigan. I did. I love that. Um, well, but well, now well, I want to move on to uh, uh, football because... Are we coming back for predictions at the end? Oh, yeah, because we got to break yes. the Michigan-Michigan State game. Right? Predictions will always come at the end. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, football. As What did we talk about when we first started? We talked about um, the best player in the draft, Rashawn Gary. What else? <laughs> What else? Is that what you're talking about? Well, when we first started the podcast altogether, not today. Oh, like way back when? Yeah. When yeah. we only had oh, like channel. three and a half fans? Oh, yep. We started, we were talking about that. We were talking about the draft. We can't compare John O'Corn to no, Rashawn no. Gary. We're uh, not doing that today. No, A, they're like different when? positions. Okay. And B, I'll, I'll at least say Rashawn <laughs> Gary is a little better than O'Corn. Okay, thank you. He probably could have played quarterback better than O'Corn. Okay, um, probably. No, we were Sorry, talking John. about the draft. And now... The combine is through, and we've seen uh, a, a few players from each of our schools go through it. Uh, he wants to talk about Rashawn Gary clearly because Rashawn. No, came I just know you're going to. I want to rebut whatever you're saying. Sure, but how can you rebut the fact that he came out and guaranteed he was the best <laughs> player or prospect? Hey, hey in young the draft. man, the young man has confidence. That's what you want. You're drafting somebody wanting to have confidence. I'd rather, but I'd rather. Um, have less mouth and more performance. Right. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Like Charles Woodson said it, but he was, right? So that's the difference. Like people say right. Charles Woodson's the best, the best player in the country. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You get to say that yeah. if you're back. In the I, I wish he wouldn't say it either. And, I, I'm not, and I'm not taking away from the fact that he's a, he's a good player. I'm just saying you're not the best. No. I, Sorry. I, I, I question this. I have no problem with Phil being a Michigan State person, question him, you question him. Michigan fans have been extremely hard on him, and that's why I always defend him because there's two things about Rashawn Gary. Did he live up to the hype? Did he have the numbers that everyone thought he'd have? No, he didn't. Okay. But there are at least some factors involved. He did play a whole season injured. He played injured, right? He didn't have to play. When was this? The other this thing year? is, yes. Yeah, he, he had a shoulder injury that held him out of practice, held him out of a couple games, and they said that he played injured basically the last five, six games of the year. So that's, that's part one, I'm going to say, to Rashad. Part two is, he did, if you watch the tape in college, almost every play he was in there, he's being, I'm not exaggerating, triple teamed. Uh, and I love Chase, I love Chase Winovich. But a huge part of Chase Winovich's success was Rashad Gary taking on two and three defenders on every freaking play. Okay, I'm, we're going to disagree there. Because Hurst, uh, was the reason that Rashawn Gary could sniff anything his first year. And as a sophomore, Rashawn Gary is injured. I don't know. That's the thing. Honestly, somebody that talks a lot and that has a lot of hype, you know, I don't. I, I just don't know if he's injured. And then you sit out. I don't. I don't. <coughs> excuse me. I don't know that I trust 
how injured he was or to say that he was held back the whole year. And I'm not going to even get into Michigan State versus Michigan. I, I can't stand Chase Winovich. I hate his guts, actually. But I think he's a way better player than I think he's just... But that's sad, Phil. You're an NFL team and you have a first-round pick. Chase Winovich. You, you, you would take him in the first round. Who? Chase Winovich. Um, I don't know. Honest to God, it's not fair to say. I would. I haven't looked at the whole list of players. I don't know that I would take him in the first round. There's other defensive ends out there. Yeah, I love Chase Winovich, and I'm a Michigan Slappy, and I wouldn't take him in the first round of the draft. Okay, He's so. got outstanding motor. And but I would take Rashawn Gary because of his athleticism. I feel like Did you see Chase Winovich's performance? Yeah, he's, he's very athletic as well. He sort of backed He up. ran like a four-point... Five, and four yes, years. He is Blanco, but so did Rashawn Gary. Yeah, Rashawn. What? Four five. Well, four five, like five or something. Rashawn Gary ran like a four five eight. Yeah, they both ran in the four fives. Him and Chase. So Chase was four five. Bush ran a four four. Yeah. Because did you see who ran fast? Actually, who set a record for defensive ends? Montez Sweat. Oh yeah. Michigan State defensive end. Yeah, I was like Montez Sweat. Four point four two, I think it was a four four one. Like that's four four one. That is that's a damn good yeah. speed for a wide receiver. Yeah. I saw what Paris Campbell Paris Campbell destroyed it there. Yeah. I mean not just not just his speed. Yes, he 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 was the fastest wide receiver this year, not of all time. I'm not saying that for anybody that wants to try to argue that. Just this year, with the four three three and four three two. And then he goes on to catch just about anything thrown at him. Yeah. I mean, he proved that he is first-round wide receiver material. Oh, Not only flashing. speed, but he can catch, and he's got the height. His also, jumping ability, incredible. It also explained to me why Michigan had three, four, four defenders that couldn't freaking catch him. And he's 4-3. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's like, no wonder they chasing him the whole game one-on-one. Yeah. On one. Next time we got a 4-3 guy, you got to zone him, I guess. Yep. But, right. but, but that, that's not to take away from McLaurin and Dixon, who both uh, performed very well uh, as well. I mean, obviously, he was the fastest one, but they were all within the top six uh, fastest times yeah, there. Yeah, you guys had a lot of that. that now, team was the one fast. person I that couldn't... scared the living bejesus out of me, and I think he scares the living bejesus out of all of you, doesn't go to any of our schools. DK Metcalf. Oh, my God. Yeah. That guy just scared. Yeah, I mean, he's a freak. He, he looks more like a linebacker than he does a wide receiver. Yeah. He, uh, he he ran the second uh, fastest one with a four three six, I believe. But you have you seen pictures of this dude? So it's like freshman year. He comes in and he, he's like he's like you know like average. You know he's muscle whatever. Yeah. Now he's like me. He is jacked. I mean like his arms are bigger than my head. We should do that. We should go to the combine next year and see if the like, I would the love to do run. that. I would love to do that. Oh, like actually. But, but I mean, it's it's scary. Like even after well, the combine, like people started putting out memes out there where it's just like him and a referee and, and DK Metcalf, our yeah. ball. Referee, yeah, that's your ball. Yeah. How big is Metcalf? <laughs> like how much did he weigh? Oh, I think he came in at like 220 or something. He's a great athlete. But yeah. that just goes to show you what a freak Calvin Johnson is because he was 236. Oh my God. And yeah. he ran a four, like a four three five. Yeah. Yeah. And he was six, He was six. a freak. Yeah, this is it, it, it's insane. I, I I can't wait to see which uh, which team picks him in the first round because he will go first round. Well, so another thing I did want to I did want to say in, in, in seeing I've been watching Montez Sweat because he's obviously he was a full smart and he so he was doing at uh, the other MSU Mississippi State and um, 
you know, A number one, I'm glad a guy gets his life back together, no matter where it happens, I'm glad he, he found the right path. But I did want to just throw something out there, and yes, this might be my uh, bias, but I think it's logical and reasonable, otherwise I'm going to push it. But this dude, who is going to be a first round NFL draft pick, Haley, got kicked off. Antonio dismissed him from the team. And Craig Evans, who is a four-star defensive tackle, giant dude out of Southern Prairie, Wisconsin. Big, giant nose uh, tackle. Kicked them off the team for a week because they were smoking and couldn't stay off the week. <laughs> this is not rapists. This is not no. uh, um, somebody beating the shit out of somebody. This is, they couldn't stay off weed. And Craig Evans has said as much. In interviews just recently, and I just want like understand that as much as you want to jump on opposing coaches, look what there's a track record that goes. No, I get your talent. I recruited you. I wanted you on my team, and I obviously saw what you know what is coming to fruition now, but. You couldn't hack it here, so you had to go else and do, do it elsewhere and do it. That's that's great. It all works out again. But I just this is just another thing that makes me go. This is not somebody who's harboring rapists, right? You know? Like it just no, and it and, doesn't make any sense. And and here let let's think about it this way. Okay, <clears throat> I highly doubt they were smoking that before going to practice or games. This was probably a de-stress, as a lot of people would sure. use that for. Now and. And in former Michigan, which Michigan, for any of you that don't know, is now recreationally legalized. So these guys, let's say they're they're <laughs> we kid. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. We kid. Uh, so <laughs> so let's let's say they, they they stay till their senior year. They're they're 21. Not that I haven't tried. You know, after after a game, they might go out and have a beer. There's nothing illegal about that. There's nothing wrong with that. And as long as they don't cause trouble, their coaches aren't going to say anything. But now you're put in this predicament where, well, there was this stigma about marijuana, but now it's legal too. It is the same kind of substance as alcohol. So can these players still not do that, even though it is legal? Should Correct. should they be allowed to or should they not be allowed it's to? It's a team rule. Yeah, it's a league. It's a league thing more than anything. So. But but doesn't that say that as as more states come along, the league needs to look at these because you look at some great players. I'll, I'll say it every time. Ricky fucking Williams. Yeah. The guy was phenomenal, and, and he. I guarantee he smoked before well, practice. There's plenty of guys that smoke, yeah. and it's like. It's exactly probably right. during. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, hey, coach, I need a break. Like, put a towel over there. <laughs> smoking during practice. Whatever, yeah. cool. He was one of my favorite players. He was great. So, he, he did his thing. I, he could yeah, run. It, no, it, it, it's totally something where I, I think it's, you know, the, the NFL, for, for all it allows or doesn't punish, it's just foolish to beat up these guys over yeah. stuff if they're not. I mean, you still have federal laws applying. There's an issue there, I don't, and I don't know, you know, exactly how much that plays into anything. But at the end of the day, give up, man. You know, get off people's back. Stop. You know, th there was when when uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Ray Rice, Jack Dolgro. Oh yeah. 
before a video came out that was a two-game suspension. Yeah. Now, you know what that would have been if he got caught with weed? You know, oh. it was a four-game suspension, I think, minimum. Yeah. I don't know about my NFL rules, but it was more than that, and it's like, so seriously. You're putting those two things in the same class, which is absolutely crazy. That's ridiculous. You can't put those in the same class of... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's stupid to me. Yeah, but then it's NFL. It is. It is. And uh, as long as Goodell is in charge, it is going to continue to be a shit show. And speaking of stepping down, can we all... Delaney. Can we all raise a glass? Jim Delaney, it's been a nice run. 1989, 2020, no longer Big Ten commissioner, right? <laughs> but he had been the end of Get 2020. The fuck out, bro. Is that right? <laughs> By the end of 2020. Not soon the only, my only disappointment was that I thought they were saying it was this year, and I was like, shut the fuck I, there, I'll give Jim Delaney props on one thing. He, Having the worst hair of any human no. life. Jim Delaney. Look how blurry that is. Sorry, folks. Big Ten Network. Do you ever see that meme? Why do blurry people keep asking me if I was drunk? Um, <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyway, uh, very blurry. There it is. Um, hey, we're back. The Big Ten Network was revolutionary. Like he was the first one to have a conference TV network, and it brought a lot of money to the to the, to the league. Absolutely. That's the only thing I like him for. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I will give credit where it's due. Otherwise, stupid. Yeah. Glad, <laughs> glad to see him gone. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Anything else? I, mean, I, I, I wanted. I wanted to go back to uh, where do you actually see? Rashawn Gary will go first round. Bosa, Hoskins, first round. I think Scott will go first round. I think he has the potential too. Where do you no, see? No, him? no, 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 no. Scott will that. You don't uh, think so? No, no. Justin wow. Lane. Justin Lane will get up into the. I, th- I think. I think he's going to get up into the second. He'll be he's in the second. Clearly round. high on his team. Yeah. No, Justin Lane is, is um, outstanding. He's, okay. He's gonna be a big, Where do you think he'll go? He'll, I, I think he's going to the uh, high second round. High second. Okay. I think Bush will go first round, too, for Michigan. Bush but, could go. But um, Winovich, I think, will go second round. And okay. I, yeah, maybe even third. But I, I changed my mind. You know what? Late first round, you might take a, a, a chance on Winovich because he's, he's proven. I understand what you say. Like Chase Winovich proved to be a better football player, really, in his career than Gary. Did. Well, and that's what I want. I mean, but, but they, you know how the NFL is, man. They look at the intangibles, well, the, the running, jumping, strength. They do, but but that's that's the thing that that just kills me. That people fall so head over heels in love for potential when yeah. it's like I'd, I'd rather have a guy that I don't have to light a fire in his ass. Johnny Manziel is like <laughs> so much potential. He just got kicked Chase out of the Winovich CFL. Thank God, because yeah. I hate that man. Chase Winovich would have never set out a game. The game. No, you know what? It actually came out. Chase Winovich played the Ohio State game with ligament removed from the bone of his thumb. The ligament from his thumb, like, came off the bone. They said. You know, Roddy Lott once had his finger chopped off. So that he could play in the game. No. Wow. He said, if you repair it, you're going to be out. He was like, just cut it off. That's insane. It's true story. These guys play above pain that we don't even understand. That's true. That is true. Well, but I could definitely see I was proud of myself at work. I, I was proud of myself. I worked through lunch and I had a headache. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's true. Wow. That's true. Wow. Where's wow. Cedric? Yep. 
Ezekiel Elliott in the Michigan State game that we lost to you in, uh, I think it was 2015, yeah? Yep. We didn't use him a lot. He was playing with a broken foot. He, was, he may have been high, though. Can Fractured. we at least admit that? No, I'm just kidding. He, Ricky Williams, he might have taken a toke. No? Sure, fine. I don't care. Do, <laughs> hey, do, <laughs> you do you. <laughs> I'm in full support of being yourself, man. Yeah. It's, a, it's funny. I just read a story about Cassius Winston. There was a big, long article in the free press about it. And the same thing happened when he was in high school. Oh. He thought he sprained his foot, but ended up playing on it. He thought it was just sprained and it was fractured. Wow. Yep. I've, fractured, I've broken my ankle before. We got, we're blurry again, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Sorry, folks. We're, we're looking into the camera it's okay. options. It's okay. But clearly, I mean, I, for me, I'm, I'm super excited to see where everybody goes because, like, it, this is the one time of year where I don't hate Michigan players as much because there's the potential of them coming. And there have been a lot of people who said Browns might pick up either Bush or Rashawn if, if they're still and Peppers on the board. has been a great player for Cleveland. Peppers has. And you, I, I, I'm yeah. sorry, I have to tell this quick story yeah. because. Boyer, he's a Brown fan. Because yeah. Jabril Peppers has been great. Yeah, absolutely. Last year he was he's second great. in the AFC yeah. in, in like whatever that safety rating was. Yeah, he's not, right? he's not he great for us. Plays he's, in the playoffs. He's, he's definitely been good. He's on the cusp of being a Pro Bowl type player. Absolutely. He but is. I just want to share a quick story before we get our predictions down uh, for your game. Is so, I think you were out. But Steve comes up to me the other day, and he goes, I don't even know what to think right now. Ah, man, this is this is worrisome. You'll be interested because it's a shared interest. And I'm like, what could he possibly have that we're going to have a shared interest on? <laughs> and he's like, peppers. And I was like, yeah, I like peppers. They're tasty. He's like, no, Jabril. And I was like, okay. He's like... So, uh, you know, but some stole stole out of his car, and he's, like, really nervous. Like, I've never seen him sweating like this before. <laughs> so terrified, because on Twitter there was a rumor. Yeah, so, so somebody had stolen stuff out of his car. The person was found murdered. And so he, his head goes to the worst place. He's like, no, he comes from tweeting. a rough area. <laughs> people, these Browns and Buckeye fans were <laughs> tweeting, and they were on Twitter. They're saying, Jabril Peppers is going to be charged with murder. Yeah. It's like, well, wait, how do you know he's going to be charged? Like, well, what's the deal? Then and finally, like the next day, his attorney came out and said a woman had broken into his car the week before, yeah. and or a couple weeks before, and that woman now has turned up dead. And so the police had right. asked if they could talk to him to see what if he knew anything about her background. They have arrested the person that apparently right. murdered her. He yes. has no connection. But it, there was a rumor put out on Twitter so I was freaked out right well and what I explained to him I was like I was like listen I could I could go there I could go there with my first thought too I could say I could say yeah you you look at his background maybe he had one of his friends do it but let's look at it in in a more sound circumstance if this person is breaking into cars and cheating in that kind of lifestyle don't you think they could have pissed off yeah, people a lot of the way? Maybe wanted to kill him. So, and, and I'm pretty sure Jabril's not going to yeah. be like, Oh, these what? millions of dollars, I'll never be able to buy another iPad. <laughs> right. We're almost out of memory, aren't we? Yeah, camera warned us we were almost it's out of okay. memory. It's okay. I just want to share that. So let's get the predictions down. Phil, what is your prediction for the game? You go first. Uh, honestly, I think he Michigan State is going to win, and I think it's going to be 88-79. to 79. Me next? You're the visitor. You go first. I, I mean, I'm always confident in Michigan, especially this team. I thought they were going to win the first one. It's tough to win on the road in the Big Ten, so that even makes their victory more impressive. I think 
the teams are pretty damn equal, and so I, I, I like Michigan's chances to win one of these. I also think they're going to play a third time in the Big Ten tournament. So um, I won't be surprised whatever happens in this game, to be honest. So I know it's wishy-washy, but I will pick Michigan to win 64 to 59. It's going to be lower. That's the only way Michigan's going to win this game. I, I agree with that. that uh, I agree with the premise of the that lo- prediction. That, right. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> It's it's a given stuff. I don't. I want to be all out. I, I like I said. I was confident in the first game, and I hate being wishy washy. But there's without Josh Langford, without Nick Ward, with Irons being injured, uh, Matt McQuaid ruled his ankle in practice last week. So it's like I don't want to. There's only so much you can take and be. Yeah, but, but you play with all those confident. guys the first time. And now we might not no, have no. Charles Matthews, who's one of no, our starters. Well, I wasn't going to bring that up because injuries are injuries. No, but I mean, we had him. You had him already when you beat us. Right, but I'm saying he wasn't out. Now he's rolled his ankle. Oh, whatever. Oh, man, man, whatever. It, might, it might be totally I'm not saying that. it's not a factor, right? You guys would be a greater team if you had those players. But we just I've played. never oh, seen a prediction a, get interrupted. A few days like ago. <laughs> like. He's just trying to predict the score, Steve. Well, but, but things have happened since then, which is all right. Charles Matthews Aaron's, got hurt, so let's let's acknowledge that now. Now you go ahead with yours. Aaron has gotten injured, and McQuaid has gotten injured. Okay, and they're both maybes. I no, Aaron's is a maybe. McQuaid is in. I just don't know how healthy he'll be. That's okay. what makes it tougher. But okay. at the end of the day, fuck you. You're going down again. Not in our house. Not okay. this time, buddy. Okay. Yes. All right. You're going okay. down. Score. Okay. Blue Knights going down. <laughs> All right. Down, What's the score? Down, down. What's the score, bud? Uh, score is going to be, I think you're a little high. You're low. That's what you need to be. I'm a lot high. <laughs> I'm kidding. Legal, <laughs> I think we're kidding. Looking at, Seriously, think kidding. We're looking at a, it's uh, his. About the same. 70, 78, 71. It's about the same as first game. 70, yep. 71? All right. Okay. I can't wait to uh, for you guys to see that uh, you guys aren't going to play any defense. It's going to be that, pure offense. Do you agree? Good chance they play a third time? No. Purdue. I will say this, Purdue's playing really well. Yeah. yeah. Indiana. Still the top. How are they 500? Indiana is your, They're like, so the way Indiana beats you is how Iowa yeah. beats Michigan. They always fucking beat Michigan. I hate well, Iowa. We always beat Indiana, but they, except this year. Yeah. This year, well, Iowa always beats Michigan. They, they just play really, I don't know, whatever. I hate Iowa. Purdue. Sorry, I Dad. will say this. I, I like both of our teams better than Purdue, but Purdue's. They could do it. They could, they could win the Big Ten. We need other stuff to happen for Purdue to lose. Yeah, that's true. Now, tonight, Minnesota. Will you guys have a bet for this game? Anything? Phil suggested via when I was sent my classy congratulations text um, that I deserve tons of kudos for. He um, he suggested that if Michigan State sweeps Michigan, I should wear something Michigan State. I say you can't throw a bet in the middle like that. That's not fair. So no, but um, you could you could do a small bet. I'll do something. If Michigan State wins this one, you I'll know, do one something. of those five dollar diet Pepsi's out of the machine at work. If Michigan State wins this one, and then we face in the tournament again, and they win a third, and they go three and zero, oh, then I'll come up with a little something special for him. He okay. won't even know it'd be a surprise. You're gonna wear a green merkin. Could be something green and slinky. Who knows? Who knows All what right. I might do? Well, I look forward to seeing uh, who who gets the win on this one. <laughs> uh, that does it for us. No. Uh, thank you for tuning in yes. to another episode Google of Big it. Ten Frenemies. Uh, we'll probably do oh, another episode in what, two, three weeks? Yeah, we'll be back in a couple weeks. A couple weeks, yeah, yeah. Just, just wait for it. Sit around and wait. Go blue. Go blue. Go green. Go blue. O-H. Go blue. All right.